Hello, families, and welcome back to the Thriving Autism Families Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Sanford. I am your autism advocate, and I'm an autism mom just like you. Thanks so much for joining us for part two of our episode today. Let's get started. I love these these tips here. You know, parents, as you're listening, you know, we're talking about, you know, parenting hacks, things we can do to help bring calm, peace, order to the family. Um, you know, Susie has been great about uh, talking about uh, making a schedule, you creating visuals, not always talking at our kiddos. Sometimes they just need to see a thing um, or they need to see it along with the auditory um, in order to be able to process that. So making a schedule and then also um, your number two was the creating um, incentives the for that positive. Yeah, those mm-hmm. you know, positive behavior um, incentives. And then um, thinking about it from a sensory perspective and trying to make sure that their sensory needs are met. Um, there's a great uh, OT out there and she's created a, a, a deck of cards um, with a, based on a character called Sensory Sid. Um, and so I think it's maybe like about 65 cards, like flashcards. Um, and it's basically a sensory diet and based on different categories. So you could just pick a card. Oh, okay. They're in this need, you know, they need proprioceptive, like you said, or whatever. And okay, let's pick one of these. And it's, something you could do really simple at home um, to meet their needs. So that's a little plug for sensory sit, not paid, uh, but uh, (laughs) I think that uh, it's a great tool to help, help us with that. um, And I feel like any of those tools are just so empowering because it gives us a place to start, right? It it gives us a launch point. And then we figure out because us as parents, we're the experts in our own kiddos. We know them, we know what's working, what's not. It gives us a place to start and then we can adjust as we need to all um, at one of my very favorite books that's a resource for that I use all the time with parents is um, understanding your child's sensory signals. And I'll put it on, I'll create our landing page. So authorable.com slash Sanford. And I'll add the link to it. It is one that every parent who comes into my office, I kind of flip through and it's this beautiful list of here are the behaviors you might be seeing at home. And here's actually what's happening behind the scenes. And they're just a little half page thing. So it's kind of like my son um, was rain boots. Mm -hmm. And so it says, you know, here's actually why. Mm -hmm. But then really, here's what you need to do. Or here are some ideas and some things to be thinking about. And so one of the days I know we have a shoe situation every morning at our house. (laughs) My son, it's a 30 minute thing. We do as many amazing proactive things as we possibly can. I can't tell you how many pairs of socks we have tried, how many pairs of shoes we have tried. I mean, even this morning, it was 30 minutes and, oh, my mom, my shoes don't feel good. (laughs) You know, it's, it's, and that's his transition into school day. You know, I mean, you just want to kind of like promote that positive transition. And, um, but for this specific morning and he stayed consistent, it's always been a shoe thing. Um, but it was rain boots. <laughs> it was rain boots and it drove my husband crazy. And so I brought this book home and I said, you know, hey, I just want you to take a look at some of the lists in here. See if you see anything that looks like Hudson. And mm-hmm. he looked it up. Number two was wears rain boots all the time. And he looked at me and it was kind of like, did you write this at work? Because you know, and then the very first thing under the suggestion says, let them wear the rain boots. <laughs> oh, my job. Okay. It's not. Nice. Yeah. 
And then it had, you know, like what this looks like older, which I feel like speaks Mm -hmm. to what he needs to see. Right. So it's kind of like, this might be a kiddo who's going to wear high tops or more boot type shoes to get Mm -hmm. that proprioceptive impact, you know, input and grounding. But right now he's three. It's okay. If he wears rain boots every day to school, that's okay. Um, I love that. I want to say that book title again. I know it's going to be yes. on the, the link, but um, because that's the piece, I'm telling you, you are right on with that. What dads need, because that's exactly what they all what, what just you know. Mm-hmm. Generally, what I've seen is that's where dads are thinking. It's disrespectful. You know, they can't be you know 18 years old doing these behaviors. But to be able to speak to that in a way that shows, hey, that just means they're just going to live life a little bit differently, and that's okay. That could really bring some ease. So tell us again the name of the book. Yes. So Understanding Your Child's Sensory Signals by Angie Voss. Mm. Phenomenal resource. Yeah. Wonderful. And if there are any speech pathologists listening, I would encourage them to have a copy for families because it's really, it's one of those that has, you know, post-its everywhere in it, (laughs) in my office. Um, And along the lines of sensory, I'd say my number four would be what I call clinically um, vocal regulation. As a parent, I call it my yoga voice. (laughs) And I talk about when I'm a ticking time bomb on the inside, Mm -hmm. and I know that I'm really trying to promote a really healthy transition. What does that actually look like and sound like to my yeah. child in that moment? And that I can feel that way. I can know that we are running late and this needs to move quicker. Mm-hmm. And that is a very real, normal feeling. And what is it that's actually coming out though? And so I do a lot of what I call observe and suggest. Mm-hmm. And it's in my yoga voice. I'm noticing it's taking you a long time to feel comfortable in your shoes right now. <laughs> My daughter has told me, mom, why are you using that soft voice, Bob? Why are you? <laughs> because she realizes it's a time that is, you know, we're, we're trying to get out the door. Da, 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 da. But she also realizes, wow, mom is using this really calm voice. Like, what is going on here? Um, so it does set the tone. You are right. And, you know, like leaving in the morning, I find myself, it calms me down too, <laughs> which I think is helpful. It's kind of like, you know, I'm noticing blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We have zero extra minutes to get in the car right now. So I'm going to start walking. I'd love for you to come with me, you know, or kind of like whatever that is. Um, yeah. I also just as a speech pathologist, kind of thinking along the lines of transitions, I'm such a big fan of talking about when it's a good time for a talking turn, because oftentimes during those transitions, that is not the time when I as a parent am available for a great conversation. I'm thinking about other things. I'm somewhere else. And so during those transitions, I tell my kids all the time, you know what, honey, this sounds like a great story. Right now is not a it's not a talking turn time. Once we get in the car and you're buckled in, that would be a great time for us to pick up the story right now. I'm going to be moving my body outside. I'm watching for you to be moving your body. Um, but kind of like that same thing, observe and suggest, you know, I'm noticing that you have this really great idea and it kind of like, here's the suggestion. And I feel like that's one of the ways that we can support almost like coaching our kids through those instead of it feeling very corrective or prompt driven, but we're kind of like, okay, here's what's happening. Let me, and wow, you did such a great job waiting for your talking turn. I'm so excited to hear this story and kind of 
you know, you can't forget about it. Otherwise it won't work. <laughs> Got to give them that because they're looking for that later. Um, and that's so good, especially because I have two kiddos and my younger daughter is really, um, she's a real empath. Okay. And so very sensitive to any kind of correction at all. Um, and so, but that feels nice. That feels natural because you know, you could say, oh my gosh, you know, I think I noticed that, you know, you put your shoe on the wrong foot. Oh my God. I mean, just, but but that, okay, that is soft. That is teaching her, preparing her, talking her through. And then as long as I follow up afterward, like, I feel like she could really receive that. So um, Mm -hmm. that's great. That's a great, great tip. You know, you know, we could be here for hours, Susie, uh, talking about these tips and uh, we just really thank you for helping us to, um, take a peek into your life of real strategies that are working, um, you know, um, not just from the speech pathology um, piece, but also as a real life mom. We really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think it's a great reminder to know that even the people who do this for a living have things that work and don't work at home. And so if it's not working, it's not parent error. It's, you know, more than anything, I'd like to give all parents kudos for the amount of energy they pour into their kids and the amount of things that we try and try and try. And when I think about being a mom at home, I think, you know, it is, I think one of my biggest challenges is I am on all the time with a sensory kiddo because it, you know, it's just kind of one of those things that if I let up for a little bit, it feels like everything falls apart. And when I walk out of the room, everything is, you know, it's kind of like, gosh, this is so much that I'm putting in. And so just a giant shout out to all those parents out there that are working hard every day, every hour, every transition to help figure out, you know, how do I best support my child in this stage right now? Yeah. Amazing. And, uh, and I second that, you know, kudos to you families, um, because it is not easy and, and it is, um, something that we are always working on, working toward helping our kids navigate. It feels like 24 hours a day. Right. Um, but um, if we can just think about long-term, the skills, the things we're equipping them with to help them be, you know, successful, beautiful uh, young adults, you know, it's it's all worth it. It's, mm-hmm. Absolutely. It. So Crystal, for your audience, your listeners right now, I'm going to have the, just kind of like a special page set up with a link to that book. I also want to link, there's another book called How to Talk So Little Kids Will Listen that mm-hmm. is phenomenal. So one of the things from there that I use all the the time is you can blank, you cannot blank. You can be mad. You cannot kick your sister. You can do this. You cannot do this. Um, So I'll link that book. That's one of my favorites. Again, that's kind of like one of those things in my office that every single parent who comes through is like, I need to order a copy of this. So I'll link both of those. And then I'll also add some coloring pages that are kind of the exclusive ones for the book that was published, Where's My House? And those are ones that no one can get anywhere, but I have them. And so I'd be happy to share them with your audience, just as kind of a fun thing that they can do. You know, they're based on the characters of the story. Um, And then maybe I'll even throw in a link that for a read aloud of the book itself. Uh, so that way it can just kind of be, you know, one of those things that's kind of a trusted YouTube thing of we can play yeah. this knowing <laughs> that it's rooted in literacy and from a, you know, language building perspective. Um, so I'll create that. So that will be authorable.com slash Sanford. 
That is awesome. Parents, definitely check out Susie and check out this page. These are just wonderful resources um, that you're going to have access to just because you're a listener of our show, uh, Thriving Autism Families, and because Susie is an awesome person. So (laughs) thank you so much, Susie, for those resources. Um, And again, uh, where can parents uh, get access to your books and, and to what you're doing? Yeah. So Where's My House is on Amazon and authorable.com is where we have kind of the, at the time of recording, kind of most of our energy is focused on how do we really truly engage kids right now with everything that's going on and how do we support teachers? And so that school-based program, that's just, it's so much fun right now. So there's a contact us and info at authorable.com. I love being a resource for parents, for families. So I'd love to check in with anyone who has any suggestions or questions. Awesome. Awesome. uh, Families, again, take take advantage of that authorable.com and you'll find Susie and her team there doing wonderful work with families. Um, So again, you have been listening to another episode of Thriving Autism Families. And our topic today has been parenting hacks uh, for the autism family. And I think really for any family who's uh, parenting a kiddo who has some extra special needs, um, you uh, are going to have just wonderful tools here that we've talked about today. Um, And if you have any questions or needs around your IEP, then definitely contact us at uh, sdautismhelp.com backslash resources. That's where you'll find some of our free resources and our other resources uh, in relationship to IEPs. So again, I'm Crystal Sanford, your host, and we've had Susie here. Thank you so much, Susie. Thank you, Crystal. Parents always know that your child's going to be okay and you're going to be okay too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.